Welcome back to the Rob Skinner Podcast. My goal is to inspire you to live a no regrets life, to make this life count, and to multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Today I'm going to read chapter 11 of my book, Courage, How to Make This Life Count. If you're enjoying it so far, please order it on Amazon and tell your friends about it. But before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know about a new mission planting. The churches in Arizona are working together to plant a church in Flagstaff, Arizona in the summer of 2021. I've been asked to form the team and to train its leader. There's a group of 12 disciples currently living in Flagstaff right now, and my goal is to form a team of at least 15 more disciples to double that mission outpost. Flagstaff is in northern Arizona. It's one of the most beautiful areas in the United States. It has an area, a metro area, of about 139,000 people. Now, unlike southern Arizona, it's not a desert. It's forested at an elevation of 7,000 feet. It's near the Grand Canyon. They're skiing, all sorts of outdoor activities. I'm looking for people who are willing to move there, specifically short-term and long-term missionaries, summer missionaries, one- and two-year missionaries, and family, families willing to relocate to one of the most beautiful areas of the United States. With the rise of COVID and the increase in remote work, this would be a great opportunity for a family to go on mission. Or maybe you're retired. You're thinking, hey, I want a great place to retire. You can't find a nicer place than this place. If you want to physically retire but spiritually go to work, this would be an amazing place for you to go. I'm also looking to hire a couple to lead the planting. That couple would move first to Tucson, where I live, for personal training with Pam and me. I'm looking specifically for a young couple, married or dating or engaged, who have graduated from college. They don't have to have previous church leadership experience. Pam and I would walk with them and prepare them to lead a planting with solid growth. Pam and I plan on helping the team to get off the ground for one to three months next summer. If you're interested in being a part of an exciting mission team or leading the team yourself, please contact me by email at rob at tucsonchurchofchrist.org. That's rob at tucsonchurchofchrist.org. Or you can go to my website, robskinner.com, and you can email me there. Or you can contact me uh, through Facebook. Now, this is a direct way to make this life count and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Even if you can't join the team, can I ask you a favor? I'd like to ask you to please spread the word and let me know someone you think would be a great leader or a team member. I've already had people as far away as Alaska contact me and say, hey, I know someone who wants to go there, and they gave me their number, and I've gotten in contact with them. I've already had three people contact me who want to go on this great mission planting. So thank you so much for listening to that. Let's go ahead and get into chapter 11, Courage, courage to learn something new. God, give me wings that I might fly away. I pleaded silently. It was a Sunday morning at church. I was sitting in the back next to a friend that I had invited to join me. The song leader was struggling to get through a song that was supported by a music track. Three years into our church planting, most of our original mission team members had moved on were hired away by other churches, or they were going to graduate school. When we started, we had some, we had some top-level musical talent. Every Sunday for the first few years, 
We could count on some tear-jerking solos that would help us all draw close to God. One day, the angels stopped singing. Only one person remained, singing over a tinny Muzak soundtrack. As I pretended to be touched by the song, I peeked over at my friend. I thought, he's never coming back. I prayed that God would help me escape and run away. I was embarrassed and humiliated at the state of our music ministry. The cringe meter was way over in the red zone, and I had nowhere to run. Later that day, I thought to myself, that song leader needs support. He's well-meaning, but doesn't have the support needed. At that point, I decided to pull out the 20-year-old acoustic guitar that I hadn't played in years. I had started playing guitar at 16 and took lessons for several years. For the next 35 years, I became no better than I was at 17. All I knew was that if I wanted to improve our worship experience, I would do better contributing rather than, con- than criticizing. No one else in the church played a guitar that I knew of. I started practicing some simple Christian worship songs. When I made my first appearance backing the song leader, church members didn't quite know what to make of it. Does Rob think this is the church talent show? Most people didn't even know I played guitar. It wasn't great, and I made many mistakes. I comforted myself with the thought, it can't get any worse, and I can't hurt this music program. Gradually, as the church grew, God restocked the musical talent pool with some very gifted musicians, and my role has diminished. But I've enjoyed the opportunity to learn, improve, and make my small contribution. Every difficulty, setback, cringy moment offers you a chance to step up and get stronger. You can learn, grow, and improve if you only view obstacles as an opportunity to get better. Intel reigned for years as a major producer of computer memory. However, as the Japanese got into the market, the price of memory dropped and market share share dropped as well. When Andy Grove became CEO of Intel, he was faced with a difficult choice to hang on to a dying segment of the market or become leader in a different field. As he recounts in his book, Only the Paranoid Survive, Survive, one day he was talking to his co-worker and asked, if we got fired today and someone else took over the company tomorrow, what's the first thing they would do? They answered together, get out of memory. At that point, Grove made the hard decision to drop what had been the bread and butter of the company and accelerate the development of a promising new field, computer microprocessors. Grove relates how he took the time to learn about microprocessors, the quote-unquote brains of a computer. His decision to let go of what was comfortable and learn something new made Intel the dominant force in an explosive field of growth. Grove used that same willingness to learn what he found when, he, when, he found, when he found out he had cancer. Instead of going with the first diagnosis and recommendation from his doctor, he learned all about cancer cancer treatment options, and chose the best course of action. I'm writing this chapter while under a shelter-at-home mandate from the governor of Arizona. The coronavirus has shut down businesses, closed Sunday church gatherings, and changed how we live. In a matter of 30 days, we're now working from home, meeting and worshiping online, and homeschooling our kids. No one saw this coming. This crisis is forcing rapid adaptation and improvisation. I've had my share of many meltdowns as I scramble to put together a viable online worship service. At this point, I don't know what quote-unquote normal life is going to look like when the COVID-19 passes, 
but it won't be the same as before. This once-in-a-lifetime event is calling each one of us to adapt and have the courage to change. Each one of us is left with a choice to learn and become better or remain static, longing for a way of life that may never return. Once the shelter-at-home order was recommended in mid-March 2020, I decided to figure out how I could use extra time at home. I decided to start a podcast and finish the book you're reading. I've spent many an hour over the past month learning the technical skills necessary to produce and publish a podcast. I'm in my 50s, and I know I've sympathized with those who've lamented that they were quote-unquote technically challenged. However, I can either gripe that the world has left me behind or I can learn what I need to function well in this new reality. Every crisis spawns multiple opportunities for innovation and growth. In Norman McLean's book, Young Men in Fire, he recounts the story of the Man Gulch Fire. Fifteen young men parachuted into the Montana wilderness to fight a fire. In less than two hours of landing, they were running for their lives up a 76-degree slope as a 30-foot tall wall of flame chased them. Only 12 of the 15 men survived. The foreman, Wagner Wag Dodge, came up with an idea as he tried to get his men to safety. He pulled out a match and threw it into the knee-deep grass in front of him. He yelled to his men to follow him into this escape fire. He hoped that the explosive blow-up fire behind him and his men would pass over him if he could create an area that had already burned out. His men either didn't understand what he was doing or didn't believe it would work. No one followed him into the ashes of the burnout area he dove into. He later recounted that when the fire caught up to him a minute later, the intensity of the heat wave and winds nearly lifted him off the ground where he was laying. Only two of his men reached safety that day. When asked how he came up with the idea of the escape fire, Dodge said it seemed only logical. The crisis created an escape plan. Those who couldn't adapt or escape died. Thirteen crosses are scattered across the Man Gulch slope. Once the coronavirus pandemic fades into history, we will return to life as normal, but it won't be life exactly as it was before. Depending on how you respond to this crisis, you will either be better adapted and more skilled, or you will have missed a step on life's parade of change. There's never been a more accessible and better time to acquire new skills. Whatever poses a challenge to you, puzzles you, or leaves you scratching your head can be solved by Googling it. So often we don't take the next step of courage to learn something new because we're limited in our minds by what we don't know. Any area of home or auto repair, guitar or technical skill can be quickly mastered by looking up tutorials on YouTube. Ben Franklin said, genius is simply a greater aptitude for patience. Those who dare to change accept the fact that you have to patiently apply yourself to areas that you aren't familiar with. If you do so, you can become competent at nearly everything you're determined to master. Gut check. What one skill, if you learned it, would make the biggest difference in your career, family, or life right now? What would be the first step in learning it? Take that first step today. Thanks for listening today. If you're enjoying this book or would like to tell your friends about it, you can find it on Amazon. Simply type in Rob Skinner and you'll find both this book and my first book entitled How to Plant and Grow a Church. And if you're enjoying this program, 
this podcast. Really appreciate your listening. Please hit the subscribe button and let your friends and family know. My goal is to inspire you to make this life count, live a no regrets life, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. I hope you have a great day and make this life count.